RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to a new episode of the You're Wrong Podcast, a podcast where Gen X and Millennials talk about culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. My name's Elizabeth. I'm the Millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm a Gen Xer. And Nicole, I have a question for you. Shoot. Do you believe in ghosts? I feel like we've talked about this before, um, but I, I feel the need to ask again ahead of this one. Yeah. You I, do? I do. You do? I do. Okay. I believe in maybe not the like Hollywood version of a ghost. Not so much that, okay. but yeah. but a spirit being sort of not quite fully transitioned and lurking around sometimes. I do believe that can happen. Have you heard of this idea that like ghosts are just um it's like a glitch in the matrix kind of situation hmm. where like you, you know cuz you think like why are ghosts always like from this specific time period? <laughs> Right. Like you don't oh. see a ghost from like the 90s. Right. Well, I think you can have a ghost from the 90s. That's I'm sure. my understanding. But of generally. It. But in right. Hollywood and in movies and pop culture. Yes. They're usually from like stories. the Victorian era, era right. or something with and like it, a bustle skirt on. And yeah, stuff. exactly. And there's yeah. like this theory that like basically, you know, and you see them go about their day to day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're just walking down the hallway mm-hmm. and then people are yeah, like, their oh, house. a ghost. Yeah. Right. Um, so like what if it's just that like they they don't know that they're like, quote unquote, a ghost. I agree. But yeah. they're like living in their own time. And yeah. for some reason in that moment, we see that time when we're oh, not supposed to. That's time interesting. Isn't, time's not really linear. Right. It's just how we perceive time. Yeah. Right. right? Time doesn't really exist. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting concept. I hadn't really thought about that one. But yeah. that is plausible if for people like us who believe in these things yeah i think i believe in something i don't know that like you said i believe in like hollywood ghosts yeah but there's something there's something this is feeling very spooky season i was gonna say don't you feel like now during spooky season we should get perhaps a little spooky I love to get spooky. <laughs> I'm, I've been trying to get a little spooky since October 1st hit. Well, I think maybe this will do the trick. I was going to say, I or think treat. this could, <laughs> this could be the treat to do the trick and get oh. you into a spectacular spooky season. Oh my goodness. I love it. Thank you. Off the cuff. Um, wow. So yeah, I have put together a list hmm. of Florida ghosts. Florida ghosts. Okay. These are probably like ghosts <laughs> from 1974. I don't feel like Florida has real old ghosts. I mean, we can talk about it. Okay. You're going to find out. I, can I just say, I don't consider Florida a very spooky place. It's not giving me like, you know, like um, Savannah spooky. So... I've been... Or even Boston spooky. I was just going to say, I've been to the Northeast. Yeah, I've been to Boston. I've been to Salem. Yeah. I've been to Maine. Obviously, New York. You know, these places that... Uh, even New Orleans is more... Oh, God. North super from here. spooky. Um, <laughs> and I would say that we definitely... I think it's the sunshine. Like, I feel it's like the weather old. is too it's chill. You know what? Florida is actually really old as shit. Yeah, But it, it doesn't feel old because you don't have as many, like, historic structures as, like... You know, I'm from Virginia. Like everything there is old. Like people from the 1700s. Exactly. It was you know, a swamp. <laughs> which like when you think about it, people couldn't live up there either. I always think like who chose to be like, let's live in Nova Scotia in 1500s. Right, like right. why would you do? 
What, it's horrible. That's it's it terrible. Sucks. That's why they became vampires. Living <laughs> living <laughs> everywhere kind of sucks when you don't Definitely. have any sort of like heating or AC. Yeah. So. so Florida doesn't give me spooky, but I'm I'm open to these ghost stories. Okay. Of Florida. Well, in this millennial moment, let's talk instead of about a Florida man. Let's okay. have some stories about Florida ghosts. Okay, I'm interested. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, so it's funny that you say that Florida like doesn't give you old vibes. Mm-mm. Even because, though I know it's very old. Well, Florida is actually home to one of the oldest, or actually, I, I apologize, the oldest city in the entire United States. Is St. Augustine older than Jamestown? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I've yes. been there. Because the Spanish, so for anyone who doesn't know Florida history, the Spanish were here prior to the British coming. Right. Um, and they were in Florida. So then, you know, Florida for a long time was a Spanish colony. A long time. A very long time. But then once it became part of, you know, the, the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then once it became part of the U.S., then we had the oldest city. Right. Right. So that's basically it. So the first, Interesting. our first story takes us to St. Augustine. St. Augustine, where I did drink some water from the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> oh, okay. It was okay. very stinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking that. I know. Why did I do that? I don't know. I don't know. But that's like going to, you know, that bar in Ebor called Bradley's and they have that yes. river. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it was. That's with like mannequins. Sticking your hand in there. Like I right. came out with like eight diseases. With that's like the mannequins of, <laughs> of the uh, Native American mannequins. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was real cheesy. But okay, anyway. so... um. I will I will now give you this ghost story. Are you ready? <laughs> St. Augustine. St. Augustine. Let me set the scene. Okay. So St. Augustine has become known as one of the most haunted cities in Florida, hands down. Hmm. It helps that the city was founded in 1565, making it the oldest city old. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. 1565, man. They had what? Like teepees? Yeah, I don't even know. Old. Like, did they have wood at that point? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> One site of legendary hauntings is the St. Augustine Lighthouse, which was built in 1874 and stands 160 foot tall with 219 steps to get to the top. That's a lot. When it comes to ghosts, some visitors report having heard the sound of children's laughter and footsteps. Most likely, these are the laughs of the teenage daughters of a lighthouse worker. Mm. Allegedly, these two girls drowned in the late 1800s after playing in a rail car that fell into the bay. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, so they were playing in it and then... And it fell? It was like on the elevated... It was, it was at the lighthouse. Okay, well, why is the rail... Where's the rail car at? They were like using the rail car to bring up construction oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And then the gotcha. rail car fell into the bay gotcha. and they drowned. Um, there are also reports of a man in blue in the basement of the former lightkeeper's house. Other hmm. reports include mysterious voices, the smell of cigar smoke, and a shadowy figure at the top of the stairs. Hmm. The lighthouse has received attention nationally, appearing on several episodes of the series Ghost Hunters. I watch that sometimes. And um, while this is one site in historic St. Augustine that appears to be haunted, it's not the last. Hmm. Here is a list of haunted sites in St. Augustine in case you ever want to go. Okay. <clears throat> Get ready. All right. Castillo de San Marcos, old jail, mm. Spanish military hospital. Jails are always haunted. H- jails, always, they do. But yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And hospitals. The Spanish military hospital, Casa Monica Hotel, Flagler College, the oldest wooden schoolhouse, mm. the Huguenot Cemetery, Casablanca Inn, and Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. Harry's is haunted? Allegedly. What? See, so that one makes me... I, I don't know about that one. Harry's. Why would <laughs> Harry's be haunted? I don't know. 
<laughs> Can I tell you something? Sure. Speaking of hospitals, uh-huh. did you know that I lived in a in a Civil War hospital? I did not know that. In Richmond, one of my apartments was a Civil War hospital. Did you? That was converted and it was haunted. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. And Some, did you have any ghost experiences? I did. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Would you like to share? Or just it gonna... was pretty bad, actually. Okay. I Is this like another spooky episode? <laughs> really hard in the middle of the night. Was it? Okay, wait, wait, It wait. was kind of like a sleep paralysis situation, but I was slapped hard. Was it a hospital for Confederate or? It was, I mean, it was, I'm assuming it was because it was in Richmond. Yeah, so, I don't know much yeah, about like yeah. where Richmond it's, stood. It's, it was the heart of the Confederacy. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sounds bad. <laughs> and it was on the water. So people were coming in, coming in, yeah. going there. And they had converted it. Literally everything along that river was some historic thing okay and this was a hospital and i actually had sublet it because one of my really good friends had to go she got a job somewhere else and she was like do you want my apartment it was a really nice apartment like an exposed brick (laughs) wall and it was like two stories it was really cute and people only lasted six months yeah exactly (laughs) and i took it over and it was definitely it had vibes and including being woke up in the middle of the night after being slapped really hard it could have been a dream Mm. but I felt like that place had had some juju you in it. You feel like you were watched that kind I of I just feeling. feel like there was other people there. It mm. was it just had a strong vibe of something ha- had happened there. Even the way it was like structured. It was just very weird. Mm. So anyway, that's just a little aside. Love that. I know. Love right? that for you. That yeah. sounds horrible. Um <laughs> I don't think I've ever been well have you had an encounter? See, okay. Here's the thing. Mm. I feel like I am very closed off. Like to there's it. a no the energy. Yeah, like <laughs> don't come up in here with this. <laughs> no right vacancy. Don't <laughs> come up in here right now. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't look, Casper. Don't even really? try to tell you. I don't feel like that about you at all. Yeah, but I think in my heart and my soul, like I'm not ready. Like I don't think I'm interested. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like okay. if anything wanted to, you're close. It would off. just hit like a wall because like I'm not interested. You're scared. Uh, I am. I don't <laughs> want to deal with it. However, <laughs> have I told you um, a, that I am haunted? No, but I could tell. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, no, you never told me that. Haunted by my past relationships and all the oh, men going their own gosh. way. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, so like I met this at. Anyone who knows me probably has heard this story a million times. But basically, um, I was out with some friends and like a friend of a friend was there and she she was nice, whatever. We're all hanging out, having drinks. We were at a Mexican restaurant Mm -hmm. and like restaurant slash bar because lots of Spanish places do that. Mm -hmm. And um, we were drinking outside and her friend, who was our mutual friend, Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I guess it was in hall. It was like around this time. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, did um so-and-so tell you how she sees ghosts? And the girl like immediately got upset. She was like, why are you bringing why this are you up? Telling like, that? I don't, this is not something that we just bring up at drinks. And of course my ass is like, wait, no, we have to talk about this now. Mm. So then she's like, yeah, I've had some experiences. Like I, I do think I'm on like the psychic spectrum, whatever. Yeah. Like I can see things at times. I, and I don't really like enjoy yeah. talking about it whatever blah blah which to me was like okay interesting because i feel like some people will be like oh 
what are you? A Sagittarius? Okay, well, my psychic ability. No, no you you're not supposed no. to do that. She's like very, like, she's yeah. closed off. And so she started like telling us about some of her experiences. And um, I guess there was like one where, I don't know, like something was throwing me off. And one of the stories she said kind of like, uh, just like, I guess raised a red flag in my head. But then also I'm kind of like a cynic and a cynical mm-hmm. asshole at times. <laughs> And so I was like, well, what about, I was like, what about here? Like, you, is anything following any of us here? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like who, right? <laughs> and we're like pushing her and she's like, you. Oh. And I'm like, wait, what? See, and that's what you get. I don't think it was like for me messing with her. She's a very she's, nice. She was being real. No, but we, became, we became friends later and I was like, oh, okay. No, she's like a legitimately nice person. Mm-hmm. She's not trying to fuck around with me. But mm-hmm. I, but then I'm like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> like Something was on now you. Now you have to tell me. And she's like, um, she was like, I can see, I sense, I feel that there is something that is attached to you. Mm. And she was like, it's a, it's got a female energy. Okay. But I, and I was like, okay, well, is it good or bad? Yeah. Like, I feel like I need to know that. Cause she was like, do you ever feel like you're not alone? I'm like, yeah, but doesn't everyone? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I feel alone when I am alone. I feel and like. And I like that. No. Like, yes, yes. Nobody's here. Nothing is here except me. I feel like it's very normal to feel like there's always someone with you, right? No. Cause in theory, there's like always someone with you. No, it's, it's not. It's like God no. or like, you I know, mean, I yeah, know. but no. <laughs> You you don't feel alone. Not not often. Okay, well that's a sign. Never thought about it until she told me this. Yeah, most people don't feel that way. I do. And then she was like, um, she like started asking me some more questions and like some of the things she said, like I didn't I didn't disclose anything. Um, some of the things she said didn't really make sense. Some of the things she said didn't did make sense. Okay. And then um I was like, Okay, but is it good or bad? What I feel she like say? this is the question, right? And she was like, I it's not bad but it's not necessarily right. good like, either which is, is like a regular person and she was like but it's not she's like i'm not sensing that it's like it's not like a guardian angel type thing yeah right um she's like i feel like they have gotten you out of situations but it's more that they're just like curious about you jeez louise <laughs> you've encountered something that's like i, I want to be with I'm i want that with one yep. yeah and that's concerning yep. more so yeah. than like if it was like a good thing and it's like i'm gonna be your buddy no no but like you didn't get that one i got one that's like you're kind of weird <laughs> and I'm, i want to hang out with let's her let's hang out i'm yep. interested in what you're doing yeah so um yeah she was like you know i i do think it's definitely helped you out at times but it's okay. not like a general it's not it's not like it's here to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like It's just hanging out. Maybe it thought like, oh, well, this one can't die yet. I'm still interested in where this is going. Boy, oh boy. But I don't know. But ever since then, Jason, do you believe in ghosts? No? What do you think about that story I just said? <laughs> I'm curious. Like, what do you think about this, Jason? <laughs> Please. Jason's like, Jason, what the fuck? <laughs> you think it's full of shit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think that's so far-fetched. I All I know is that that's what happened. 
I have always thought about going to a psychic and seeing like yeah. what somebody else says. Yeah. Um, I did end up, like I said, becoming friends with this person yeah. and I trusted them yeah. like to an extent. I mean, who knows how much of that is true. I have not gone to a psychic and I haven't had a tarot reading. I've had opportunities because I think kind of like you, I'm not yeah. ready to go that. I don't want to tempt it. Yeah, I don't want to either. Like if I'm ready to step into that realm, I'll do it. But yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not ready to step into that realm. It's also like apparently me being closed off already attracted some shit. So imagine if you open yourself up. Bro, I'm not interested. I'm not trying to do this thing where we got to now like I have all these ghost friends. I'm trying to help them like finish their unfinished business. I hear you. Whoopi Goldberg and ghosts is who I think. That's me. I want to deal with it. It's a nightmare. (laughs) But yeah. So anyway, that's my one. St. Augustine. So that's St. Augustine. Mm. And then also me at a Mexican restaurant in Tallahassee. You're a haunted part of I, I am Florida. a haunted person. <laughs> <laughs> I am part of haunted Florida. Okay, so taking it a little farther south. Okay. Have you heard of the devil's tree in Port St. Lucie? The devil's what? Tree. No. Okay, so in Oak... I don't like the name of that. I don't think you're supposed to. Okay, okay. go ahead. <laughs> In Oak Hammock Park in Port St. Lucie, there is a large and mysterious oak tree on one of their nature tra- nature okay. trails. Known as the Devil's Tree, the area was the site of gruesome murders by Gerard John Schaefer in the early 1970s. Considered one of Florida's first serial killers, Schaefer, Ooh. also known as the Killer Cop, Ooh. he was a cop and he used his badge to like lure women in, mm. and also the Hangman, mm. was a former cop who restrained women to trees and it, with a hangman's noose prior to their torture and eventual murder. Though Jesus. he was eventually convicted of the murders of two women, he is suspected of murdering around 30. Damn. Schaefer, after torturing Susan Place and Georgia Jessup, hanged them from the oak tree. He then buried them in a shallow grave near the tree, only to return numerous times later to desecrate the decomposing bodies. Oh my goodness. Reportedly. Exactly how many women were tied and killed on Devil's Tree is unknown. However, its gruesome history has led many to believe the Devil's Tree is imbued with darkness from Ger- Gerard John Schaefer's evil crimes, as well Never as the him. many others. According to legend, several failed attempts have been made to cut down the tree over the years and have been unsuccessful. A local priest allegedly attempted to perform an exorcism here back in the early 1990s, and that also did not work. Here are some supernatural things that have reportedly occurred at the Devil's Tree in Okamic Park. Satanists heard about these killings in the Devil's Tree, and they started using it as a sacrificial site and meeting place. Oh, God, making it even worse. More than four women and counting have been found in the nearby area, dead. Many show signs of having been tied or chained to that tree or another tree and violently abused. Um, There are countless reports of hikers hearing odd sounds and singing in the pines around the tree. Hooded figures are known to prowl the area. (laughs) Sightings of these strange hooded figures have have only swelled during the years. Mm -hmm. The trails are ominous, and in several places near the tree, vegetation has ceased to grow. Authorities have made various arrests in the area, including Ku Klux Klan members and other white supremacist groups. The area is filled with ghost sightings, and many believe that the spirit of the victims of Gerard haunt the forest. Um, and then nothing f- like a haunted forest, bro. The whole damn thing. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> buying a house near this preserve, and you're like, Imagine Fuck. being a kid that lives near there. Um, <laughs> folks have also folks who have taken pieces of the tree, so like branches yeah, or whatever, yeah. have um, reported misfortune immediately afterwards. 
Well, who told you to take the piece of the damn tree? Why? Why right. would you do that? Why are you Why doing you that? Do that? You're tempting fate. From what I've heard, so um, I have actually met someone who has investigated around this tree, Devil's Tree. Yes, they do say. <laughs> so they do say that there. There's a Wikipedia page if anyone's interested. I'm sure. Um, they do say that the tree's like kind of weird. Like it's it's a gross old oak. It looks not cool. It looks cool. bad. However, from what I've also heard from this person who has visited the tree um multiple times, they actually kind of reconfigured the nature trail to so show like, it off. It, no, it doesn't run near the tree. Oh, oof. So there's another like dark oak that's on the trail that people think is the devil's tree, but it's not. But it's not. The actual devil's tree is kind of like off one of the like service trails. You kind of have to know where it is to go find it. Ow, um, boy, can you imagine, like, going to seek that out? I would be so creeped out. Well, and the the parks actually close after, like, many parks, sundown. like, government parks, they close at sundown. So yeah. it's closed at sundown, so you wouldn't really be able to find it unless you know someone who's been there or you, like, have looked up exactly where this tree is. Right. But, yeah, so there's, like, so things just keep happening in the park because people are, like, okay, well, we got to go to Devil's Tree and, like, do this seance or whatever. But then they end up, like, on the trail, like, oh my not gosh. even near the tree. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's the Devil's Tree. I never knew about that serial killer. Yeah. That is a creepy guy. Oh, he's bad. Yeah, he's real bad. He was convicted of two years, uh, two life sentences in prison before ultimately being stabbed by another prisoner. Good. Yeah. Mm. Devil's no Tree. Love ne- lost there. I've never heard of these things. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. But have you heard of Robert the Doll? <laughs> Why are you laughing, both of you? <laughs> the way you have you heard it was the transition. The it was the transition. <laughs> All right, but answer the question. No, I don't know what the hell Robert okay, the okay, doll okay. is. So, have, but have you been to Key West? Oh yes, I've okay. Been to Key well, West. if you do visit Key West, make sure to pay a visit to one of Key West's most famous. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> most famous oh, resident. No, I'm not going. There. I'm not looking. I'm not finding him. Robert the Doll. So, Ooh, um, what is this thing? In the early 1900s, Robert Eugene Otto, also known as Jean, um, allegedly was given a strange doll by the maid. Now, I've heard different. Like, this is where like the folklore. Obviously, as you can tell, I've done some fact checking and like done some research and trying to get these stories right. I've heard several like myths around this whether the the maid was like because this was this was in a time obviously in the early 1900s where they had you know black people were more likely to be servants and especially in key west it was a lot of caribbean black people yes um and so there's you know is was she part of dark magic or voodoo or island spiritualism or whatever, you know, or was it something else happened to this doll? Like no one knows, right? Sometimes she gets the blame. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes it's like something else. Who knows? But basically, allegedly, the maid gave him this doll. He loved this doll. He brought him with it everywhere. And it's a life-size doll of a young boy. Oh my God, it's life-size? Yeah. You're looking at the photo now? I thought it was little. No, I've seen this doll in person. This doll's like three, four feet tall. Oh, yeah. So it's a life size doll. And he, Why did and he make this. It was given to him. Why would anybody give this to someone? And he, is his face made of cork. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, it might be. So Robert Jean Otto, known as Jean, named the doll Robert after himself, which is, you know, what you do. Um, and it wasn't long before people began noticing signs of Robert the doll's evil, mysterious nature. Ooh. 
you doing? Mutilated toys, mysterious happenings would happen in the in the home. Gene would blame all of these like mischievous things on Robert. They just began to escalate and get worse. Um, The autos obviously didn't believe their son, Gene, um, but it was reported that they could hear the eerie sound of Robert giggling around the house and passerbys even claimed to see the doll moving from window to window. Mm. Robert was eventually moved to the attic where he remained. Oh, yeah, because that's a great place for for a number of years. (laughs) Gene leaves. The kid leaves. He grows up, he leaves. He comes back. Yeah, I'm out of here. He comes back to his family's mansion in Key West after his parents pass. And what does he find? Robert the doll in his old bedroom. (gasps) So Gene, (laughs) who was an artist at the time, um, starts spending all of his time with Robert again. Like he's bringing this doll around with him. Back in with him. He eventually gets married and many tales of his wife's disdain for Robert arose which you, you I can only say you as think? a potential wife to someone. Uh-huh. If my husband was carrying around a three, three and foot. a half foot sized life doll of a boy right. that he named after himself, we'd have a that problem. might be haunted from some like mysterious voodoo magic. Yeah, I have a problem. So <laughs> conflicting rumors surface, um, alleging that Jean's wife died from insanity um, after locking Robert in the attic. Or others report. Um, this is a story I've never heard. All kinds of other things happen, but eventually, um, Gene allegedly died with Robert by his side. Today, Gene's residence operates as a bed and breakfast called the Artist House. You can stay Not there in his there. old bedroom. No, thank you. Um, and Robert now lives in the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, um, where some believe. <laughs> That he is basically haunting it. So visitors should beware that though um, Robert is now in this glass tank, essentially, yeah. his favorite pastime is still doing mischievous acts and placing curses on those who take his photo without asking permission or those who are rude because the doll <laughs> is not a very pretty doll. It's not. Stop I'm what you're doing. Pause. Look up this doll. Come back. It's not a cute doll. And so... Basically, if you're rude to the doll or if you take his photo without or take his photo without permission, he will haunt you and curse you. Have we not had a movie about this yet? I think actually there has been movies. Is it called The Boy? It's called it might be. Yeah, there's like two movies that have this as like, um, you know, a very indirect. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, it's bait kind of idea behind it. Right. Yeah. Um. So basically. People report getting into accidents on the way home. After they took his picture. Or like just bad things happening to you. So to date, the walls near his glass case are covered in numerous letters from previous visitors and naysayers begging for his forgiveness and to remove the hex that he has cast on them. And that is Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll needs to be burned. Robert the Doll is creepy as shit. He needs to go. I've heard of people saying that like, uh, you know, because they have cameras up in this museum obviously yeah. that he moves in the case people have seen him move or they like um see him in a different position the next morning than he was in previously and they just leave him they're like this do your thing but oh i was thinking about annabelle yeah yeah annabelle the doll it was just reminding me of the scene the last annabelle that i watched where she was in a case like the people had gotten her mm. and then the teens came down there and were messing with her it was the teens man i know the stupid youths. teens Okay. Should we Rob, stay in Key West? Robert the doll <laughs> needs to go. You don't like it? I don't like would it. Would you Why go visit? Still have it. I would. I visited him. I did go see him. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. Nope. I'm. I'm not doing it. I'm not He's messing creepy. with him. He's yeah, creepy. I'm not doing that with you, Robert. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, and I'll go look at creepy stuff, but no, that one is like you're asking for it. 
Um, it was really creepy. All the letters around the they do have all the letters in the room, and it's that's creepy. Like everything about it, it's like real. And he's creepy. Like everything is creepy. It sounded like giving, like you say, giving life to things. I think when you start mm-hmm. to give it the power. It has the power. They call it a tulpa. We've talked about yes, this before. Yes, we have talked about a tulpa. It's something in um, in specific mythology. I can't remember, you know, what where its origins lie exactly. But essentially, the idea is that, like, if you believe in something... It's real. It, there's enough belief. Like, enough people believe it or your belief is strong enough, it becomes real. This occurs in so many ways, in all types of things. Yeah. But specifically in, like, you know... In Robert black the Doll. magic and stuff. <laughs> Huh, what else? Because Key West is a is a now Key West. Uh-huh. I will give you. It's a creepy place. It's a creepy place. Key West is a creepy ass fucking place. It's a creepy place. Like Key West, it's got a really weird energy about it. It's it chaotic. Does. It's creepy. It's like a little scary. There's nothing about Key West that should be so inherently scary. Nope. And yet, it is. I think it's because. It's so far removed from mainland. Like the tip so far down it's there. It's so far from the mainland. Like you're you're on this island in the middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah. And shit just gets weird. And it's like the end of the road. It is. It's the end of the road. It's it. For that's this, the bottom. For this country. And for yeah. some people, that's like going, you know, off the earth. I don't know. People just, it gets weird. It gets it weird gets down really there. It gets really weird down there. And it's I, weird in Florida. But then think about the most furthest part of Florida. And it's old. It's really old. It is. You know, because it was used a lot for people who don't know, obviously. I mean, we had a lot of trading with South America and also Cuba. Mm -hmm. It's very close to Cuba. Mm -hmm. And so Key West acted as a kind of like, you know, intermediary space um, for a lot of that stuff. Which a lot of of weird stuff happens in places like that. And there's a lot of connection, too, between. Yeah, because you've got so many people like coming through. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of connection between Key West and Tampa. Because so mm. many of the Cuban and Spanish immigrants that went to Key West mm-hmm. then later moved to Tampa. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so like the cigar stuff that happened here in Tampa, a lot of it's influenced by people that were in Key West. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that Tampa and Key West had a connection. Yeah, there Makes is. Sense. Mm-hmm. Especially because when you, I mean, now I'm just going into like bullshit. but Geography basically, yeah. history. <laughs> but, um, you know, H.B. Plant had the railroad that came down here to Tampa. Yes. So that opened like its own, uh, a way to have commerce down here okay okay this story is not a ghost story Uh, but it's one of these ones that like stuck with me should i tell you or should i just move on why did it stick with you because it's that fucking crazy tell me okay so this starts with a guy named carl von kossel in key west he sounds German. In his early childhood, he is German. In his early childhood, he said he would regularly be, be visited by one of his dead ancestors who kept showing him the face of his one true love, an exotic, dark-haired woman. Okay. It gets weirder. In 1930s, Carl is working as a doctor in Key West. He meets Maria Elena Milagro. The The Hoyos walks in oh. who <laughs> had tuberculosis and immediately recognizes her as the woman in his dreams. He tries to save Elena with X-ray machines. He was a radiographer, Mm -hmm. radiologist, Radiologist, whatever the fuck. And um, (laughs) he tried to court her. So he's buying jewelry. I mean, man, man, she just she got tuberculosis. It is generally believed Elena was not into this. Elena dies at 22. (laughs) She dies at 22. Carl, who's in his 50s by now, is distraught. He makes a death mask of her face. Weird. And then plays for the future. Wait, wait, wait. What is a death mask? It's like a mask of the person's face. When they're dead? Yeah, so that you can remember what they look like. But why don't you make a mask of their face when they're alive? 
Because then, because you have them, they're alive. So you make the mask. The death mask. They're dead, and then you make a mask of yeah. their f- dead face. Death mask. Yeah. That's okay. not the weirdest part of the All story. Right, go ahead. So just stick with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry in advance for telling you the rest of this. Okay, thank you, because it <laughs> sounds pretty bad. He pays for the funeral and constructs an above-ground mausoleum in Key West Cemetery for her. He also adds an airtight casket and an incubator tank full of formaldehyde to prevent decay. He visits her every single night and says her spirit sings to him. In 1933, two years after his death, Carl sneaks into the cemetery and steals Lena's body. By now, she's pretty decomposed. It's been two years. So he uses piano wire to keep her together, gives her glass eyes, and replaces her skin with silk cloth soaked in wax. Oh, boy. He uses perfume to stop the smell of decay and removes all the maggots. He keeps her body in his bed. Baby. So you can imagine what was going on. Baby. And that's where I'll leave that. It gets worse. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 1940. The wax skin? What do you do now? In 1940. <laughs> seven years later. <laughs> seven. Now this seven is. Seven years? This is now eight years, uh, nine years from when she died. Seven years from when he took her body. Um, it, It's 1940. And his neighbors are weirded out because this guy who's seemingly alone lives alone. Was he still working as a doctor? He st- I assume so. He stopped going to the cemetery. So people are like, that's weird. Maybe he's over her. Yeah. He wasn't. And he keeps buying women's clothes and tons and tons of perfume. A boy, a neighboring boy, claims to have seen him from the window dancing with what looks like a woman-sized doll. Elena's sister now also suspicious, comes to visit Carl with her husband and he tells her he's got her sister in the other room. (gasps) Carl is arrested for grave robbing and although he's examined by psychiatrists, he's declared sane. All charges are dropped due to the statute of limitations and although it is now later believed in an autopsy that was done, I believe in the 70s, that he was in fact insane, having sex with the body, they did not, it was like 1940, so they didn't know. It wasn't illegal. it was illegal. <laughs> I don't know when they made that a law. I'm pretty sure it was illegal, but also might not have been. I don't think they looked for it because I think they thought that's too crazy. No, nah, that ain't that crazy. But you know, it's like that Andy Griffith, like, well, that could never happen. Exactly. No, Meanwhile, it did happen, bro. In people's he put piano screwing. wire in her fucking. I think body. that kind of stuff happened a lot more than people really admit. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forget the name for it, but whatever. I, you know, not to be that person who names a statistic and has no. No, no evidence, (laughs) but I have heard that women are statistically more likely to to be be victims of victims like as soon as they're born all the way past your death. Yes. So even when you're dead, you're not safe. Yeah. Which is terrifying. I mean, (laughs) and and for any men who want to go their own way. Do you ever have to think about your body potentially being victimized after you're dead by a guy named Carl von Kossel? Wait a minute. Go back. I'm wax not done. Skin. The he sto- put the skin. He melted wax to go over the he body. He used the silk cloth and then put wax on the cloth so to make like it feel like skin. Yes. The oh story isn't God. over. This is insane. So he's arrested. Statute of limitations for grave robbing. Charges are dropped. Obviously, this makes the news. And most people. What's this man's name again? Carl von Kossel. <laughs> most people are sympathetic to Carl as a hopeless romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times suck. It was it was horrible. I'm so glad People we're here are now. Crazy I'm as so hell. glad we're here. Key West <laughs> has a public viewing of Elena's body. 
And I have found reports anywhere from 7,000 to 8,000 people lined up to get a look at her. Well, I mean, it is weird. No, but I'm sorry. Maybe put the woman away. Like, goddamn, has she not been through enough? And then... Carl Von what? Castle. <laughs> Schools let kids out for the day to take field trips. Reporters came from all over the country. Carl eventually, in his, like, last hearing asks for Elena's body back in court and is denied his request, thank God. Apparently, the judge was pissed, though there's different, you know, there's different uh, reports on that as well. The judge was, like, either pissed off or was like, no, dude, you can't have her back. Allegedly, allegedly, Elena's body was buried in an unmarked grave in Key West to stop later tampering from both Carl and other people. Um, some people think it's as many as three unmarked grave as if her body was like, you know, separated to further stop that. Um, however, others think that Carl was able to get the body back somehow. So what does Carl do with his newfound freedom? He moves to Zephyr Hills. I'm looking at it right now. To live near his, wait for it, wife and daughter that he had this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't like how you were pointing at me saying that. <laughs> Wait for it. Wife Bruh. and daughter in Pasco Why County. Why are you doing this to me right now? <laughs> this is in too much. If I have to know this much. If I have to know this information. I can't do this. Everyone does. So, okay. I can't. He lived for 12 years by himself. And so, why is his daughter named Aisha? Girl, let me tell what you. What is going on? Look up on your own time. Let okay, me tell I'm you sorry. the story. <laughs> Aisha. We got to keep this podcast <laughs> right, short. Sorry. Go ahead, he go lived ahead. for 12 years before dying alone, being supported by his wife, who God fucking bless that woman because I would have killed no bless her. I would have killed him myself. There's How no blessing she, her. I mean, she must have been crazy. I she don't know. She had to be insane. Because I would have run that man over. Yeah, she had to be insane. Um, three weeks after his death, his body is found in his apartment and a life-size death mask wearing the face of Elena is seen close by. Allegedly, allegedly, a note was later found by men doing renovations in Carl's apartment house place um, that he poisoned Elena to get her to, to die make all of this could. happened. This has been cited several times and it is it's unknown to be true. What happened to Elena? Why did this happen to Elena? We'll never know, except Carl von Kossel can go to fucking hell, in my opinion. Bro, so he basically made a mummy. With plaster of Paris, wires, wax, and glass eyes. He wanted her, and he was going to have her, and it's disgusting. In what, what all sense you, of the word. What are you... Ooh, good God almighty. Yeah, you can't spend too much yeah, time on that it. that one's too crazy. I'll really fuck you That's up. the brain just has gone absolutely just... It's done. Toast. It's done. And I, I wonder if they declared him sane in order to like let him stand trial. Because if they go insane, then he doesn't have trial, right? It, or it becomes no, harder. I, think, I don't know. I think it probably was just the, the mores time. of the time. No. He's like a doctor, this, you know, And people white are like, guy, he loved her. And he's like, he's pure. He's pure of heart. Bro, sometimes I hate this timeline. Yeah, that's, I really that's do. some weird times right there. Okay, so let's bring it can back. Can we to, get a cleanser? Is there go, a cleansing ghost somewhere back, that we can talk about? Let's go back to Tampa. Okay. I, I, okay, it I know, can't be that bad. That's a tough one. But I did ask and you consented. So here we are. Ugh. Okay, so um, do you know any Tampa ghosts? Um. Oh, wait, I think I do. What do I know a Tampa ghost? Well, while you think, let me tell you about this one. 
So I think I do. <laughs> the Skyway Bridge. Now, oh, well, yeah, everybody there is. It's a bunch of ghosts up there. The Skyway Bridge is a very famous local bridge here in Tampa. Um, it's said to be haunted. It's a yeah. five and a half mile bridge connecting St. Petersburg um, and Manatee County. Uh-huh. So the current bridge was dedicated in 1987. So there you go. Yeah. But there was another bridge. And... Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Many things have happened to the bridge over the years. This is a, this is thanks to some to an article by WFLA, a local news station. Mm-hmm. So the previous Sunshine Skyway Bridge was hit by a freighter in 1980. That's the bad stuff. Collapsing part of, collapsing part of it and taking several cars and a Greyhound bus down into the bay. 35 people plunged to their death. Only one man survived. And the ghost bus is seen by people visiting the fishing pier, which is part of the old bridge. Many say they feel an actual breeze and even catch a whiff of the gasoline moving from the bus. More than 200 people have jumped from the highest point of the Skyway to their deaths. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's familiar with We the Kings, the old uh, emo band, their song Skyway Avenue is actually based on this bridge. Mm. Uh, Just fun music fact. Mm. Um, Some motorists report a weird unexplained light phenomenon in the water under the bridge. Mm. Late at night, motorists have slowed down. Oops. And have even stopped to help what appears to be a woman standing alone on the bridge. Yeah, she has a history of getting into the car and then disappearing from the passenger seat as you drive over the bridge. Toll booth workers and motorists have seen the woman hitchhiking around at midnight. Um, Many motorists pick her up and they say she seems extremely nervous in the car and she wants to get to the other side of the bridge. But she vanishes before she can. How many people have said this? Many. <laughs> Many people have said this. This had to be accounts from like the 70s because nobody picks up hitchhikers anymore. Bro, hell no. Yeah, I'm not picking up That's no how I end up as a yeah, human mannequin. Dahmer. Um, yeah, no thank you. Or tied to a tree. Yeah, God damn. Yeah, for sure. We bring the weird. Um, the Cuban Club is mm-hmm. another very... Oh, I know. <laughs> the Italian Club. Cuban Club. There's no ghost in the Italian Club. Well, I went on a tour there and they did talk about ghosts. Are you sure ghosts. it was the Italian Club? I was at the Italian club. They were You're Italian, sure? not Cuban. You're There's sh- an Italian club in Ebor. I know that. And There's I also went, a Spanish club. I know. It's all okay. of them people. All of that. <laughs> I'm telling you that in the Italian club, there uh-huh. was a story about a ghost. Okay. I, that's what I was trying to remember. I don't remember which ghost it was, but they say that it's haunted. Well, I'm Cuban, so let's talk about the Cuban club. Okay. In the <laughs> 1920s, so the Cuban club used to have a theater, right? So for anyone who doesn't know, these clubs were like the center of like community for these different people right mm-hmm. so there's the italian club that was a place for italians mm-hmm. and then there was the spanish club that was a place for spaniards mm-hmm. and then the cuban club for cuban people and they all had they had like different um levels and like theaters and events and all kinds of stuff yeah. there and uh you paid membership and you got buried in their cemetery like my grandparents are paid mm-hmm. are buried in like uh the spanish cemetery so there's all kinds of stuff anyway in the 1920s one actor allegedly died by suicide in the Cuban club after forgetting his lines. The worst part, he was the playwright. Aww, and he killed himself because he forgot his lines? Yes. So in Damn, the theater the space, of it all. in the Cuban club, it is often, uh, or it is common to see a ghost light when it should otherwise be dark. Hmm. Um, And so what else we've got? Oh, the Cuban club tale of Little Jimmy. Not little Jimmy. Not little Johnny. Not little, little Jimmy. Johnny. Little Jimmy. Um, little Jimmy is space, interesting too. So now they have what's a cantina, which is like the bottom floor. If you've ever been there for like a dance I've or a party. I've actually never been to the Cuban club. So there is like a space below that's like the cantina. It's okay. got like a bar and stuff. Um, 
it lots of people like have quinces or like homecomings there. Mm-hmm. Um, many years ago, that was the location of the Cuban club's pool. Allegedly, young Jimmy was either eight or nine, depending on who you ask. And he drowned in the swimming pool and apparently has never left. Jimmy is a playful spirit and has communicated to guests using flashlights. If you find yourself with a flashlight in the Cuban club and it inexplicably starts blinking, don't worry. That's Jimmy saying hello. Um, They also, people also report seeing like a little face, like peering around corners. Hmm. um, And it's thought to be little Jimmy. Does it look like this? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um... (laughs) Uh, so there was also <laughs> reporting uh, one time board members got into an argument <laughs> and shot each other. I believe that. I be- I do believe that, unfortunately. Um, uh, reportedly, both of their spirits also remain at the club. Both ghosts uh, obviously have regrets for the life unlived. Um, and they're around the club. I think they're the ones that you can usually check by cigar smoke. Okay. Um, lastly... There are tales of pianos playing themselves, sorrowful tunes, and a woman in white wandering the halls. Uh, The Cuban club has long been used as a wedding reception venue. So it's thought that she was a bride that was uh, left at the altar and eventually did kill herself as well. Hmm. Ugh, Cuban club. Cuban club. Yeah, little Jimmy, huh? So I would be remiss (laughs) if I did not give you some ghost stories from Tallahassee. That's where I feel like you have there you have your real stuff going so on there. One, Tallahassee. Oh. It looks it's it's old and traditional. Tallahassee is like actually pretty messed up. And um I remember when I was there years and years ago, they actually found um Jason, you might know about this. There was like uh in one of those parks or one of those like kind of subdivisions near like Midtown, it was like uh slave burial grounds. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, I know. That's There's slaves normal. all over the place. It's sad. <laughs> that's but, not the most spooky of things that can happen. No, but happen. they just didn't know that. They just had no idea, and so all these people were like, "Wait, my like three two, yeah, with a four car garage and a that's pool happening here now." Is, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, well, not slaves, but just people being buried, and nobody knows oh. that they're building their house on top of burial grounds. Oh yeah, I mean, hey. I know. That's what happens. You keep building. So here are a couple of ghost stories from my time at the hollowed (laughs) halls of Florida State University. (laughs) So um, I feel like every university has a a dormitory uh, haunting. Yeah. And ours is Coffin Hall. Mm. So legend has it that when Florida State was a Florida State College for Women, a student was sunbathing on the roof of Coffin her roommate closed the window, okay, not knowing that she was out there. She okay. was unable to get inside. A thunderstorm rolled in, trapped on the roof. Oh, damn. The girl tried to get in, hoping someone would be there, but I think it was like break or something. Mm-hmm. So basically, she, would dis- she was discovered the next day killed by a lightning strike. Oh, damn. To this day, students who live on the top floor claim they can occasionally hear someone pounding on the windows and crying for help. And sometimes they'll look outside their window and see a girl outside. If anybody would turn into a ghost, it would be that person. Absolutely. That's a bad way to go out. I'd be pissed. That's a real bad way to go out. But my favorite story was the story behind the Keene building. Okay. What happened? Which I think is the Department of Physics. So there was a doctor named Dr. James Velma Keene. He is said to have performed lobotomies. Mm. 
as an experiment on the highest floor of the building back when lobotomies were a thing. Yeah. However, the university ceased paying for his research when it was decided that lobotomies caused more harm than good. No you shit. Think? And Dr. Keen, obviously infuriated because he was not able to continue his experimentation, um, took to actually continuing his experimentation, of course, at late late at night when no one else was in the he building. Would come back in. On the top floor using homeless people in the <gasps> area as his victims. Oh, man. And I believe this was all happening, if I remember right, kind of um, after one of the wars. Okay. And Tallahassee, as the capital, has a lot of veterans that yeah. come in and out. Yeah. And uh, and with there's a lot of homelessness in the veteran population, yeah. unfortunately. So the idea is he would just take these homeless people, offer them, like, food or, like, a place to stay for the night, bring them up to the building, perform a lobotomy, a lobotomy on to, them. like, test whatever he was looking at next. Sheesh. Um, These doctors, I tell you. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Can't Jesus trust them. Can't Lord, trust them. What is going on? It is said, if you look at the Keen building late at night or any time of the day, you will find the lights on the top floor on. Mm-hmm. And they, and allegedly, that's because they've never been able to turn them off since. So the ghosts of all the men that he's performed lobotomies on stay in that space. Poor guys. Um, and you'll never see the lights off. And that's well, that. Florida does have some spookiness, huh? Yeah. A little bit more than I thought. Weird shit happens down here. It does. It usually involves living. It does. But sometimes every now and then it's the ghosts. There you go. I'm still not right about Carl. <laughs> that one's I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look some more stuff up about that. I'm gonna have to do my own investigations. I, just be careful because you will find her body. Like you, will, I just saw it. Yeah, you'll find pictures that you don't want to see. And also, this if I ask you during a spooktacular episode, okay, be concerned. Yeah, I don't know why you did that to me because you know I'm gonna <laughs> say, tell me. You did because, it on purpose. So now it's on record that I did say, do you want to hear yeah, this? Yeah, but you knew that was a device to get me to say yes. And no. That you, could, you put that on me like no. your friend told you you had a spirit on uh-uh. you. No. You wanted somebody else to have it. Was it was me saying, do you want to hear about this crazy shit? Because if I have to know about it, I somebody else said. Does. No, exactly. <laughs> That's what you did. Oh, my gosh. How crazy, man. Some um, fun stuff, right? It is fun. Speaking of fun, when's the last time you had a Happy Meal? Oh, actually, I I often get Happy Meals. I thought you might say that. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Happy Meal craze going on right now. The adult Happy Meal craze. Okay. That's my you're not wrong. Let's do it. So this one's not going to take long. This you're not wrong is not going to take long. Uh, um, famous last words. <laughs> it's really not because I don't even care enough. I'll order in. I just thought that it was really interesting to me to see the thousands of... YouTube reactions, TikToks, Instagram posts about the new McDonald's adult Happy Meal. Have you heard about this thing? I have. I'm confused what makes this different from a regular Happy Meal. Yeah. But I've heard of them. So basically, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, McDonald's unveiled that they were bringing the Happy Meal back. Well, it's been already there, but they're doing an adult a happy meal and it's supposed to like spark nostalgia um about you know when we were kids and we used to get happy meals um it's the cactus plant flea market box okay um are you familiar with cactus plant flea market Uh, no so it's a clothing brand um that is it came out like in 2005 ish i think um 
the designer is closely affiliated with Pharrell. Okay. The producer, rapper Pharrell. Um, and it, so it's a pretty cool clothing line. It's, it's, um, it's not um, something you would probably see on a runway. It's more of like an apparel line. Okay. So anyway, that's the cactus plant collaboration. So the adult Happy Meal is either a Big Mac with a large fry or a 10-piece nugget with a large f- okay. fry. And then you also get the you get a toy that's a cactus plant toy based on the old McDonald's characters. Okay. So I think you get like either Grimace, it the It seems ham- like they just have like weird eyes. Right, which makes it cactus plant oh, flea okay. market. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you get you get Grimace, you get Hamburglar. I do not remember the name of the little bird thing. I don't even remember her being a part of the McDonald's don't look at uh, me. nostalgia. And then there's like a cactus plant flea market box guy. And so everybody was basically basically trying to get Grimace. That was kind of like what mm-hmm. the Happy Meal, adult Happy Meal thing was all about. But there were all these people who were doing YouTube videos and TikToks about like trying to find the Happy Meal and, you know, what toy they were going to get and eating the Happy Meal. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, like, are we that Mush brain. No, you cannot do this to me. What? Why no, not? no, no. Absolutely not. What I'm do you stopping mean? this right here. What are you why are you saying this? Because you texted me about this and you said I am for this. Okay. And I said okay. I actually hate this. So let's you know talk what? about it. And now you're changing now your mind. Now she's she's giving the tea guys <laughs> on planning conversations which is not what you're supposed to be doing no but what i'm saying is i can evolve my thoughts between the last half hour yes i did yes i did here's what i said i feel like i said i don't like it and you were like oh good point and you just went with no that's not what i did what i did was on the surface on the surface Uh i'm not mad at it okay that's what you said i said it i'm not and i'm still not okay what i don't like is people like hunting this thing down and doing reaction videos of food that they already can get any day like it's a 10 piece nugget or a big mac yeah but like and people are on youtube talking about yes mcdonald's fries are like kind of crispy but also kind of not done all the way you went down the rabbit hole we're talking about the concept i'm going to the part where (laughs) like this is the part that gave me that, that made me mad is that we're gonna sit on line for 10 minutes and hear you talk about mcdonald's food that you eat every day anyway or hopefully you don't eat it every day hopefully you only eat maybe like once a month but they're talking about the flavors of the chicken nuggets and the happy meat and the big mac and the fries yeah i think that's weird why are we doing this the other part of it where i went from so here's the you're not wrong you're not wrong if you think buying a 12 dollar happy meal is is stupid. So me, you're not wrong. Originally, <laughs> your your initial thought you. of you saying you hate it, but I don't know why you. I just thought you were just being a, your normal grumpy, <laughs> no, uh, anti self, and <laughs> letting people not have fun. My contrarian <laughs> self. Yes, no. I thought you were just doing that. I'm just. Oh, I mean, I've talked about this before. I'm what is over the, the nostalgia bullshit? Like nostalgia you said, it's not wrong. It's the same thing. We've always, it's a goddamn Big Mac. Like, (laughs) what are we doing? Nostalgia is good. 
Okay, nostalgia it's been too is commercialized. Good. You don't have no, enough. You don't life. have enough nostalgia yet. Is your problem? Move on with your life. You're not old enough to really feel nostalgia. Stop buying McDonald's Happy Meals. You, I buy, I buy McDonald's Happy Meals unironically because I, I actually too. think that they're a better portion size. It's actually a, and cool, a good little, price. cool little cheap thing to get if you're hungry yeah. and you just need to kind of get from point a it's to point like b it's like similar to like a wendy's four for four sometimes like I, in price I, I, yeah it's like that's actually a lot, a lot of food yeah the the yeah. happy meal is just like you, you just need a snack right but anyway yeah i just think it's stupid like look if this is what gets you excited great fantastic for you i'm so happy um i guess i should probably i could probably use some more excitement in my life but this is like okay whatever I, it's like, I am not thinking, I'm not mad at it for the same reasons you're mad at it. You're just mad at it in general. I just think it's stupid. You think it's, it's stupid. stupid. I think it's okay for people to want to get it. It's okay for you to try to kind of tap into some nostalgia. Part of the nostalgia is getting the toy. That was a big thing. When you were growing up, the toys probably sucked. When I was I growing up. toys. Well, was when we were growing up, we got things like Muppet glasses. The Muppets had a whole drinkware line that came out. Are, do you remember this, Jason? Those glasses were really cool. You could get like Transformer type stuff. They had all the Happy Meal toy was a big deal, and then it kind of got played out. But so people are going and they're they're getting the toy and they're being happy when they get a grimace. That brings back a feeling. You're looking at me like you can't resonate with this. Again, I just find it stupid. You know what another thing is? What? Sometimes you got a sucky toy. And so that, so getting the Big Mac, so getting the Happy Meal and you get the toy you don't want. You got to go get another Happy Meal. No, it brings back nostalgia of getting the toy you didn't want. Yeah. I have always, I mean, when I was a kid, obviously like, yeah, the toys were, were cool. Um, and actually, I don't know that a lot of people know this, but they did have McDonald's movies. I don't remember that one. I thought I tapped out. I no, tuned there are out. there are McDonald's what movies. McDon- about who? Grimace and the Hamburglar and all the people. Are they old or like nineties? I think they're nineties. Yeah, because if we That's had them, they would have been old. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, I do have a certain place in my heart for these characters. Uh, I just I'm, I just think this is ridiculous. I have a place in my heart for the characters because. I remember when they like that was it there. That was all there was of McDonald's. It was Ronald McDonald, Grimace, the Hamburglar. Oh, that's a guy, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like the old when you would go to the playground at McDonald's, it was like metal toys. Right. Anyway, the thing I don't like <laughs> is that people are acting like it's just it's more than that. Like all it is is about getting the toy and kind of like have a moment, having a moment, not like eating the food and talking about it and like doing all of that. To me, that's stupid. Yeah, but you, you know gotta what get it is. content out of it. Is you that gotta, what we're doing right now? But we're actually talking about some substantial <laughs> things. We talked about ghosts in Florida. Anyway, you're not wrong if you think that going to like 10 different McDonald's to get this happy meal and like doing a video on tasting it is stupid. I don't, I think that's dumb. Um, also it's $12. It's expensive. It's $12, which got me thinking. Mm -hmm. I think all it is, is literally McDonald's being like our stock prices must've went down and we need to do something real quick to boost our money, boost it back up. I mean, so we're going to do this, give you like a toy that probably costs 10 cent to make in China right? and charge you $13. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, because like they've done this with. Uh, they had a BTS meal. They had a Bad Bunny oh, meal. Oh, they always They do had it. a Travis Scott. Travis Scott sweetie. meal. I know. I yeah, have a team meal, that so. makes me go around and find these meals. It works. It does work. It works for it the does. kids. It does work. But the 40-year-olds, I didn't know that we could be so easily swayed. Or the very, I mean, I was going to say, or it doesn't work for the very curmudgeon-y 28-year-olds. It doesn't work for you guys. You all no, are feeling it. my friends are feeling it. Oh, they are. And I feel kind of bad. They're feeling it? it? They're, are they loving it? I, but uh, I feel kind of bad taking this stance, but I mean, it's just like I said, if you enjoy it, if it's something that gives you pleasure, yeah, by all means, go for it. Do I think it's stupid? I do. Okay. I, I think, can think tons of things are stupid and I, allow you to enjoy them. I think that we may kind of be agreeing on this to some degree. <laughs> so yeah, that's my you're not wrong. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad I can somehow subconsciously move you to my side by you just did. saying that I did. didn't you, like you it in did. general that and the then suddenly <laughs> Nicole doesn't like it either. You did not influence me. <laughs> I think I just had like a more um, critical thought and you were like, huh. Facts. I literally started um, watching YouTube videos and got annoyed by people. That's how I came to my conclusion. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave a five-star review. If you leave the five-star review, we will read it out loud on the podcast right here. We sure will. We need some spot. reviews. We need some reviews. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you like what you heard and have a wonderful, spooktacular October. See you guys. I'm Jerry P. Tuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.